Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop what are we talking about this week well john we are talking about the i don't know i want to say eighth episode of cars on the road entitled road rumblers it's the mad max one we're still talking about cars on the road? Shouldn't we I, have finished that like a week ago? In theory, but stuff happens, folks. <laughs> I don't know. We're just a little cars That's right, podcast. it's the holidays, and I'm thankful for this podcast. Me too. I'm thankful for Rory, and now I always get to hear him during our recordings. That sounded He's gotten into the phase where if you in any way don't if you in any way don't give him what he wants, he will whimper and then start screaming immediately. It's sort of a uh, 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 uh that I'm hearing. He sounds like a porg. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't but, know where he learned to be a porg, but it's something. A, a boy's got to learn at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, we're talking about the one where it's Mad Max... That's this week. Uh, we we John's right. We should have done that two weeks ago and then finished this sucker up last week, but we didn't because of stuff. So we're gonna do it this week instead. I know. I don't know, man. We usually talk about how we feel about the episode at the end of it, but I'll just start by saying this one certainly feels like it should be more exciting and good, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And maybe it's the same complaint I've had a time or two before, but maybe this one just needed more of a runtime. But who knows? Yeah, I'll agree maybe with that. Maybe that couldn't have helped. Yeah, we, we can get more into it at the end, but... Uh, this this series starts genuinely pretty strongly and just gets worse mm-hmm. as it goes along, which is a shame. Yep. But we'll talk about that at the end. First, we're going to talk about what happens in this one, and what happens in this one is that Lightning and Mater are a little testy with each other. They're a little mad, and they get into a little argument about, I don't know, something. They're lost. They're lost. That's what their argument's about. Yeah? Yes. But also, man, the warping on... Your audio is strange because it did a very like comedically long pause and then everything all happened at once with Ooh. your words. Well, hopefully it's that's something. Hopefully that's what it sounds like to our dear listeners. We can only hope. Yeah. Hopefully. 
Maybe we're caught up. All right. Maybe that, maybe that so, was our latency issue, and it just fixed itself. I doubt it. I do, too, given how I feel like we're talking over each other pretty bad right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just a warning, audience. We're having some latency issues, and uh, we we don't know how to fix that. We uh, There isn't a button on our service that says, uh, make the audio better. God, if there were... Mm-hmm. If only there were. Make it good. So this may be a lost recording if we just, if we get too frustrated with it. <laughs> we'll yep. just have to see. But yeah, they're just be prepared ma- for a lot of strange pauses. Yeah, I'll probably edit those out if it makes it to your ears, audience. But <laughs> be prepared for the sort of vibe that there have been a lot of strange pauses that you're not hearing. <laughs> And a lot of us seeming like we're just being real rude. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So they're lost and they're mad at each other. Uh, I think I talked about in another episode how it just sort of seems to come out of nowhere, and it absolutely does. This feels like an episode in which uh, Lightning has to relearn to be Mater's friend for the 15th time. Uh, but also, I'll give them a little credit, one where Mater has to relearn to be Lightning's friend as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, more credit, uh, it seems that Mater is mad at Lightning because they're lost, even though uh, Lightning doesn't want to admit it. And, you know, Lightning is mad at Mater because he gave him indigestion by choosing poorly when it came to food. Yeah, both fairly valid reasons to be angry with each other i'd say in mater's defense he probably doesn't have to think about well this person's diet has to be extremely specific as they are a high performance vehicle sure that's very that's very true uh but then they get kidnapped (laughs) by a bunch of insane looking cars uh, or sorry as the uh wiki article that uh, this isn't the wiki quote uh, but I looked for a wiki quote for a while and I couldn't find anything because even the wiki doesn't care about this episode. Uh, but uh, the wiki does call it uh, them being carnapped, so we should as well. Uh, they get carnapped <laughs> by a bunch of Mad Max cars. Yes. All right. Uh, they were carnapped. And I'm just going to throw this out there because holidays and whatnot, and I had to, you know, have a conversation with someone who just baffles the mind because they're they're big into Elon Musk and that's hard to cope with but yeah this is a uh, this is a electric vehicle commercial secretly it is unfortunately they mentioned tesla specifically and then they have two warring factions and the factions are old vehicles and new vehicles as best as I can easily describe it. Mm-hmm. And there are the electric vehicles you have to assume because there are just solar panels on them and they use like tasers and actually like new technology. And then there are the savages. Yeah. And we don't see a lot of the electric cars story. Like honestly, mm-hmm. I th- I would have loved to, I think that would have improved this episode quite a bit if we had, had you know one of them perhaps end up with the road rumblers 
I assume is what they're called, and the other ending up with uh, the electric cars, maybe, and we get to explore the weird conflict from both sides, maybe. Although this is sounding like the universally Mm -hmm. least enjoyed episode of Avatar The Last Airbender, The Great Divide, Uh, because that's the exact plot of that episode. So maybe not. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe that would uh, be very frustrating to watch. Yeah. But also... Uh, even if it would be great to watch, it wouldn't work because then one of the main jokes of the episode, probably the only joke, uh, wouldn't work. That joke, of course, being, uh, why are you guys fighting? Oh, yeah. But yeah, the, the reason they're fighting is specifically stated as they don't know. They don't remember. Yeah, which is, I get what they're going for, you know, like do these conflicts with friends really matter in the grand scheme of things? And like, that's the greater, I don't know, allegory, I guess for lightning and Mater's little tiff they have at the beginning, but like sure makes it feel as pointless as it all is. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And in true, like Disney Pixar fashion, I mostly it's just Disney. Uh, you can tell that there was supposed to be something else and then there couldn't be. And I'm willing to stake that it was because of Tesla's involvement. They wanted it to be somehow a, a sneaky little commercial for Tesla and EVs. And because of that, they couldn't make like the, the electric vehicles have done anything wrong. Yeah. And because of that, in fairness, you can't have either side do anything wrong. So you can't have a conflict actually be explained. Yeah, like it could have been a neat little story if it was like, you know, electric vehicles trying to, you know, push out the gas guzzlers who are destroying our planet. Could have been a Mm -hmm. sort of fun little deal. Man, that Thanksgiving conversation I had... I would have rolled my eyes at it a little bit because like, while electric vehicles are very good and uh, hybrids are very good as well. Like, I don't know, man, just throwing away your car and buying a new one is also pretty bad for the environment, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, The uh, argument I've seen that's like, it's made the most sense to me was, oh, if you really cared about the environment, you wouldn't make a company that sells new electric vehicles you would make one that converts old vehicles into electric. Yeah. And I mean, if you are at a place where your car is like bad and you need a new car, absolutely. It would be good for you to look at an electric vehicle, but like just making the swap apropos of nothing with a perfectly working car is not necessarily good for the environment. Now I will say there is an argument to be made about how that could help in a trickle down sense of if you have a lot of money, you might as well sell your car to someone who needs a car for less money and then get one that you would like, but also encouraging more manufacturing and getting rid of things that are perfectly functional. It's not great. It's never great. It's never great. And also trickle down doesn't work because people aren't like that. That's not how world work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They, they they fight in a cone, uh, lightning and mayor get like some, weird stuff added to them that I imagine is going to be a good deal of the conversation we have 
that and just the general enhancements the road rumble the rest of the road rumblers have then they go out and get sodies and it's all cool it's all good don't worry about it sippies oh it's not a good episode no no i would agree with that wholeheartedly it's not even a good mad max episode yeah like Like, this should be in the conversation with you know grim reaper episode and uh even like, you know, dinosaur episode. Like, it's not as crazy as Grim Reaper, but like, on the same level as dinosaur, but like, it's just boring. And like, I don't know, we've seen cars with weird modifications in the Grim Reaper episode. Like, so that's not mm-hmm. that crazy. The biggest thing is a bunch of cars went in the desert and went absolutely insane is what happened. They got salt fever, except... They're not in the salts. Yeah, (laughs) seems that way. So they all just went crazy and I guess have two warring cults. And that's it. It's just that. And then they make up after a little bit. I'm guessing, I don't remember exactly, but I'm guessing there was a joke in there somewhere of, oh yeah, we've been fighting each other for like a few weeks now. So, like, all of it went crazy real fast. But I don't know, man. There's just not enough meat on this bone of, like, okay. So there's just two groups of crazy people in in the desert. And that's it. Yeah, I think the issue is, like, with, like, the ghost episode or the dinosaur episode. Like, it is a story about they go... Something happens and they leave. Whereas this is a story about they go and they you plop down right at the end of a different story. A different story that they help end, but like, it's just like, ah, here's the resolution. We don't even get to see the conflict. It's just, they go and they resolve. And that's the episode. And that's it. You've, you've touched on a different thing that really bothers me about this episode and this like type of storytelling in general and they don't actually help yeah in the end the whole thing is another uh indiana jones where if they hadn't been there the entire time it wouldn't have mattered the story would have played out the same oh yeah yeah the argument about like if Indy wasn't there, the Ark of the Covenant would have just been taken by the Nazis and they would have had their faces melted and then yep. that would have been that. Yep. Yeah. That's... It's th- Their involvement is nothing other than a way for us to see this situation Yeah, and we don't even get to see enough of the situation to enjoy it. We don't get to see much actual fighting. We don't get to see the lead up to it. We don't get to see the resolution we only get to see the after and the only interesting thing maybe to talk about at this point is well mater and lightning sure were quick to want to actually kill each other yeah i did want to talk about their little conversation in the death cone mm-hmm. uh, and maybe the death cone itself because the death cone's pretty wild yeah uh, but i think we could explain the death cone just by saying yeah a bunch of insane people in the desert 
made a big cone with a bunch of spikes and fire and saw blades and said, hey, go in there and die, idiots. Yeah. Die for our pleasure. And then for a little bit, they were like, of course, we're not going to do that. And then after like five seconds, they were like, well, maybe I'm going to kill my best friend of the past several years. It's the only thing that makes sense to do Mm -hmm. in this situation is basically what they said. And I do think there's just a little bit of little bit of God Mater evidence in there. In Mater's little line of like, hey, how about I just destroy you real quick and then I wake you up? Uh, And Lightning says, no, why don't I destroy you? And Mater says, well, nobody would believe that. Yeah, if you've been paying attention, that is true. You can't believe that because no. Which, yeah, also, even without the uh, the godhood, like, Mater, they, they, they absolutely lampshade this. Mater has a spiked ball on a chain and a flamethrower, whereas Lightning has a blade, bladed mohawk where he can't use it. Like, of course, even discarding well, Mater's godhood, Mater would win this fight. You have to keep in mind, he's also got the beard. And the beard is a ramp. Yeah. So the point of that design in, blade, like, yeah. BattleBots is to ramp you up into his blades, which weren't sharp. Yeah. They were pointed, but they weren't sharpened. Seems- There's no cutting action there seems difficult to do in the death cone specifically as well mm-hmm. like maybe it was more for the coming battle that they were recruiting them into their army for uh but yeah it seems like a uh the best of you shall assist us in our fight which like take as many as you can get man but then maybe it's a recruiting technique of if you've killed someone for them you're not gonna go back anymore yeah, I think it may be a bit more like that, but still seems seems like you just want bodies more than anything. Mm-hmm. And also, why would you why would you like specifically equip the race car with worse things? Is it like a in fairness you have the better engine so you can't have the better weapons? I guess it's a little bit of like the ramp into the bladed mohawk works well for someone who's high speed, high speed. But like, I don't know. And I mean, obviously the, the spiked, the like mace or flail or whatever it's called, uh, that Mater had for his hook makes sense for Mater. But like, I don't know. Why not give them both flamethrowers? Both. Mm -hmm. Seems good. Or we know this is a thing. Guns. Guns. Yeah. Guns. And I guess that's a little less Mad Maxi, is the mm-hmm. idea behind not just giving them guns. But they sure could have just given them guns, or maybe not missiles, but at least guns. Now here's an important question. Uh, why? Yeah. Why aren't there more guns in Mad Max? Ran out of bullets? Part of me wants to think that's the answer, but that doesn't make sense to me. No. I'm pretty sure Mad <laughs> Max takes place in like 2015. 
Yeah, some I've actually never seen either of the Mad Max movies, so I'm not the person to answer this question. Let's see, Mad Max timeline. Of course, it is all in caps, thanks to uh, Rory. Good job. All right, so Mad Max Fury Road was released in 2015. Sure. Let's see. All right. Mad Max was released in 79. Thunderdome was in 85. It says the near future. You can run out of bullets by the near future. All right, so he's got a shotgun. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, isn't there some famous scene where he like, he tries to snipe someone and he can't do it, so then he then Furiosa does it. Probably. Yeah, I haven't seen. But it. like, <laughs> in Morton's in Morton Joe's crew, like maybe there's some guns, but there's a lot of like flamethrowers and nonsense. I don't know, man. They want to make a cool movie where a bunch of weird cars drive in the desert. What do you want from them? <laughs> that guy's got a crossbow. She's got a sniper rifle. I could see guns just being harder to come by in like the post-apocalypse, you know? I'm going to be real. I feel like the post-apocalypse is specifically when guns will be the easiest to come by. I mean, maybe. It depends on how near the future is. Like, if like the manufacturing plants making the guns are shut down and people have raided and broken and lost and had stolen all of the guns someone is probably keeping a lot of them under lock and key etc i could see how many of my dads do you know because my dad has a small armory that's fair and because of my dad and my grandfather i have two guns that i never really wanted sure i mean but you don't live in the australian desert either so true and i don't know if guns are even legal in australia probably are hope they aren't famously uh uh at least like big horrible guns are were banned after one mass shooting in australia and it worked super well yeah that's because they're reasonable yeah but like that's most other places in the world is that the big terrible ones aren't allowed but america Mm -hmm. can't take away my guns i'll defend them with bigger guns and never mind the fact that drones exist and i can't protect myself from the thing i'm most scared of which is the government oh yeah people it it ain't 1776 it ain't we don't stand a chance against the government people uh anyway yeah, they could have had guns, but it would have been less fun. So that's why they don't have guns. <laughs> yep, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Got I it, one. I want to talk about the ruler of the Road Rumblers and her four horrible little carrier cars and their terrible life. Well, fortunately, we do now know that they are not grafted together. So that's great. Yes. That Honestly, was a fear we had at first. I would call it a hope. <laughs> I would call it a fear from me. Yeah, it would have been so deeply interesting, though, you know? It would have been very human centipede. Yeah, man. 
and you wouldn't have wanted to talk about that on the podcast? I would have needed to talk about it, but also maybe in therapy? Sure, yeah, that's fair. But I don't know. Would have been pretty... Would have given us something in this episode if she was grafted onto these four living people. Yeah. But it's it's very post-apocalypse Immortan Joe style of like, oh, I'm going to have these people be my walking people just because I can. Yeah, it's basically just like a rickshaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's a little different from a rickshaw. It's more like someone standing on your head at all times. <laughs> and when they dismount, they walk down your face. That would be unfortunate but think about it this way they gotta be getting like great pay right right no almost certainly not yeah probably not yeah oh boy man lucas i gotta tell you something i had this conversation about elon musk on thanksgiving (laughs) and it has been bothering me so much ever since let it out bud because i had a person like look me in the eyes and say he is one of the most intelligent people on this planet, if not the most intelligent. And it's just so bizarre to me that there are some people who don't understand that the key to economic success is uh, being very, very advantaged to begin with, as in having a lot before you start, uh, cheating the system, being extremely immoral, And, well, that's pretty much it, but also luck. He doesn't make the stuff. He doesn't make the cars. He bought the company that makes the cars. He has two patents he's worked on, and they're both for a charging mechanism that's designed to not be compatible with other charging mechanisms so that he can be immoral and profit. So he's helped design something. He bought the most successful, so well, one of the most successful social media platforms in existence, and immediately it started collapsing. Imme- I don't think if I tried, producer style, if I was handed the keys to Twitter on the same day Elon Musk was, hypothetically, and I said, okay, it's a producer scheme, I'll make more money if Twitter goes belly up, but I can't be caught. I have to make it seem like general incompetence is making it go down. I don't think I could have on purpose tanked this company in the way he has. And maybe he is doing a producer scheme. Maybe He might be doing a producer's. Maybe Elon is really playing 4D chess. I don't know, but he's an asshole. It's <laughs> now I, I know. And an idiot. I will say, if he's doing a producer's, he's doing a good job. But also... You said you couldn't do as good of a job, but like, all you got to do is ruin the thing that makes it in any way profitable, which it wasn't profitable to begin with. But the thing that would make it in theory profitable would be uh, the blue checkmark system of, you know, you know that if this person has the checkmark, that that's them. Yeah. If you just ruin that then it has no value anymore. So he did that. It certainly... That was the first thing he did. Yeah, it certainly helps to scare off all your advertisers by saying, you know all the horrible people we removed 
that make this site bad, worse even, somehow, nah, they're all back. We're letting them all. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, my pillow CEO isn't on there yet. Hey, the bears, am I right? Just the one who, you know, tried to overthrow democracy and got pretty far. You got pretty far for a pill for a pillow CEO. I would say maybe the no. I'm not talking of- about him. I'm talking about Trump because Trump oh, okay. is back. Okay. okay. The one who did the coup, except he didn't do the coup. He just told people to do the coup, and then they did the coup, and then he didn't tell them to stop doing the coup. You know. But we're talking about cars on the road. Yeah. I'm just so mad about Elon Musk. <laughs> He's a man of slightly higher than average intelligence. I was just going to say, sorry, it got out really bad for you. Uh, I found out today Liz doesn't know who Mike Lindell is of my pillow fame. And God, God, I wish I was her. He's that guy that screams about pillows and also uh, cyber fraud. Yeah, he likes the word cyber quite a bit. The FBI took his phone in a Hardee's drive-thru. Uh <laughs> yeah. Which is my favorite. And for a guy who knows all about cyber, he said that that basically destroyed his business because he only did things on his phone. It's pretty bad. But no, he has the evidence of the cyber crimes of the election. Don't worry about it. Just the pillow CEO. You know, the pillow CEO. And he's going to show everyone. He's going to show them all. Uh, But Cars on the Road is a show. Yeah, it's it's a show. And they did one... That was about Mad Max. Now, Mad Max, I've seen one of them all the way. But uh, yeah, I've seen one and it's Fury Road. And by seen one, I've seen one all the way through. It's Fury Road. This one, this episode, it's not. It's not good. It's somehow boring, which doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It does it, like it. They should have just done what they did with the with the circus episode. The circus episode would have worked great for this, in that they just did a large sequence of circus tricks. Just do that, but with Mad Max cars. That and even better, uh, that would explain the funnel of death. Yeah, it would be a circus funnel. You know, that thing that like motorcyclists use to do yep. tricks. It would make sense for them to have it. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I could have at least shown the battle proper for more than eight seconds. Like that would have made it entertaining. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know why mm-hmm. they didn't. <laughs> but I don't know. We're their target audience at this point, so do it for us. All right. Let's make a better Mad Max episode. Yes. How do we do it? Show the cars killing and hurting each other. <laughs> Done. Okay. Um, that is fair. Do we try to include any motivation? Depends on if we're allowed to make the episode longer or not. If yet, if we are, sure, throw it in there. I will say, this episode seemed really short, and then I noticed that uh, like a third of the runtime 
was the four minutes of credits. So I think that instead of 10 minutes, this one was just straight up eight. Yeah. Yeah. This is a very short episode. And I mean, I don't know. I I know what they're doing. It's a kid's show that they made eight minute episodes of for Disney Plus. I get it. (laughs) But it would have been cool to see the cars fighting. Even if you don't show them dying, I guess. It would have been cool Which to see. We've seen cars die. We've yeah. seen car dead bodies. Yeah, if we really just go cars too with it, baby. That would have been mm-hmm. great. It would have been really cool to see Lightning and Mater get outfitted with their weird stuff. Even better, what if we go even further cars too and uh, they are almost kidnapped so Mater just pulls out his guns. God, the ones be, that he had. It would be so, so choice if they chose this episode to say, actually, we do acknowledge Cars too. Mater still has his gun. He's always had it. Remember how he had guns at one point? Yeah. Why did you think those were gone? Oh, that would be uh, genuinely very good. <laughs> that would be... <laughs> This would be, instead of my least favorite episode, it's probably not my least favorite episode. The B-movie one's pretty boring, as is the circus one. No, this one's probably my favorite, least favorite episode, this one. Because it could have been good, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I mean, all of the episodes that weren't good could have been good, but this one should have been good. Yeah, yeah, this one had just like, a killer concept of, of Mac Max and the Cars first. How'd they make mm-hmm. it bad? Uh, you know how there is a thing called uh, post-apocalyptic uh, car movies? Yeah, the Mad Max ones. What if we did that since we have cars? Oh, that would be great. Let's do that. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's. Yeah, let's do that. What are we going to do with the episode? I don't know. Just have the two guys argue, and then Mad Max happens. Like even if they story, even if they don't want to do what I want them to do, which is have the cars mutilate each other very, very gorily on screen, and I get that. Like maybe on they go the the Mm -hmm. like on the other side of the spectrum. Maybe they're exploring, like. Not a group of crazy people in the desert, but like an interesting subculture of cars who like, you know, these crazy modifications. And like, why do they like them? And like, they come to accept them, you know? And like, oh, this seems kind of crazy, but like, this is what they like. And that's cool. And like, if you want it to have a Mm -hmm. message, just, and you want to have cool Mad Max cars, like make it just like, ah, no, I I thought it would be cool to be a ice cream truck with a gun, you know, but a bit more. He was right. And he was, I love Cap'n Long and Long Leggy, which is his official name. That's a, that's good. That's good. It is. It's just what, Mater calls him. Captain Long Leggy. Yeah. All right. What was what was the yeah, my name currently on this episode? 
I uh, can't see the whole thing. How do I see my own whole name? You uh, hover over clackety it. Click, clackety clicky cars. Yeah. That's what they're called. They're the clackety clicky cars. I think they're clackety kitty cars. Like clackety children. kitty cars. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I don't know if it's kitty or kitty, like D-D-Y. I've got like, clicky. I don't know why I've got clicky. Because if it's if it's kitty cars, makes sense with like their mumsies. I'm looking at the quote right now, is why I know it so well. Uh, I spy with my little eye two clackety kitty cars who have lost their mumsies. So okay, sure, they're, ch- they're children who have lost their moms. Why not? On account of not wanting to have their bodies drastically altered in strange ways. Yeah, <laughs> but. Both the subtitles for the episode and the uh, uh, Cars Wiki has it, has it as kitty, like baby cat. Oh. Which, I don't know, man. I don't know what that implies, but it sure feels like it implies something, right? Uh, uh, kitties exist. Finally. <laughs> now, here's a question. Yeah. Is a kitty a cat and a kitten? Or is it just kittens? Because I imagine that kitty is just a cute term you can use to describe cats. Which, since it's cute, you typically would use it for the cuter version of cats, which is kittens. But I I, I don't know if it's a, an inappropriate usage to call a cat a kitty. I would say it's similar to puppy... Like, puppy is the only term, so it's a little different. Uh, But, like, in the same way, like, sometimes I will see a full-grown dog and go, oh, my God, look at that puppy. Uh, Because I am excited, and it makes it sound See, the internet created a solution for that. Pupper and doggo? Uh, Just pupper. Because pupper is puppy, but it's kitty, whereas kitten? Sure. Because puppy is a puppy. Sure. We know this. And kitten is the same as puppy but pupper puppy kitty kitten dog doggo but also pupper i've never liked pupper and doggo i don't know what it is i feel like i should given who i am i like pupper i don't like doggo i don't know i just they feel forced to me somehow like they're already dogs. They're already cute. Doggo feels real forced. Yeah. I like Pupper more. I agree with that. I, it's more Doggo. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Doesn't. <laughs> doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's, that's... So back to Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, people probably definitely died given the general vibes of this episode like the chief the chief lady at one point says vital fluids will be spilled and they've been warring for a little while so i imagine vital fluids have already been spilled so i don't know it seems like it shouldn't be resolved by them just going out for little sippy sippy cups sippy coolers at the end <laughs> Seems like the police should be involved for once. 
Now, part of me is worried yeah. that this whole episode, like the approach they had was, oh, it's LARPing. Because that almost makes sense. And I mean, again, I think that would have worked really well for like the uh, exploring the sort of different subculture angle that I think they could have gone with. But no, they sort of went with the insane people in the desert angle. Yeah, but they treated it as if the stakes were the same as LARPing. Like, oh, well, everything's fine now. They're done. They're going to go get some nice drinks and refreshments. These people who just got killed, they're fine. I guess, yeah, but like... We do see, like, it's a real flamethrower. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like... But also, they're, they're made of metal. That's true. But it can't feel good. True. But have you ever been uh, shot in the face with a beanbag arrow? No, but I can't imagine it feel good. So, it, like... I'm thinking that this is just they got caught up in a LARPing scenario. They didn't realize that since they were lost, they ignored a sign that said, hey, this is the LARPing area. And the reason it feels like they got kidnapped is because these people like all signed contracts saying that we're going to be in character and all this stuff. And you just have to accept that if you're walking on this premises and they ignored the sign, and that's why they got caught up in all this mess. And then everyone LARPed until they were done, and then they went and got sippies. I mean, that's better than the episode, but like you're doing a lot of work for the episode <laughs> to make it better. I feel like that's a vibe that this episode gives off, rather than anything based in reality. No, yeah, and I, I again, I really like that idea of like i don't know lightning and Maynard go meet a bunch of larpers and learn to blow off steam by playing pretend for a while and it's actually really cool and fun isn't that neat similar to like how hawkeye and hawkeye went larping and he seemed to kind of like it for a minute (laughs) even though the show does make fun of them quite a bit it also sort of glorifies it at the same time in a sort of fun way they do for a brief moment kind of belong in the Avengers for like a very strange way of considering it. Yeah. But like, I think the whole thing is that that's what it is. And they just don't realize that they're LARPing. And I feel like that's, I like I've, I've said it at the beginning, but it feels like something was just left out of this whole thing. Yeah. And they'd never explained it and they couldn't because they didn't have time. And they also couldn't because of contractual obligation and whatnot. And there's just something missing. And I feel like that could be what it is like, Oh, it's yeah. They were LARPing. The people were really enthusiastic about it and no one stopped to explain that they were LARPing. So like if Mater and lightning had killed each other, these LARPers would have stopped and been like, wait, what? You guys aren't (laughs) professional LARPers? Oh no, what just happened? How'd you even get here? 
There are so many signs. Can you guys not read, or were you just like super indigestion eed? It's happened to the best of us. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Another person has died because of gas. But not how you'd think. And they, like you said it earlier, uh, the vital fluids. They talk about fluids and gases a lot in this episode. More than you'd think for the Mad Max episode, I'd say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it almost, like, fits. Because one of the major themes, Mad Max, is that there's no water. Yeah. But, like, that's it. It's water. Whereas this is, oh, you you gave me bad gas, not the good kind. So, like, there's good and bad gas, uh. and bad gas is our gas, and good gas is the gas that would kill us. Yeah. I mean, there's just such a clear way to go. Like, Mad Max is already sort of a little bit about climate change. Not even a mm-hmm. little bit. It's about climate change. <laughs> like, yeah. and you had... The electric vehicles and the gas guzzlers <laughs> oppose each other. It, I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more convinced that it was that story. And then they were like, eh, do we want to be this preachy or someone shut them down? Or they showed someone and they went, why are they all killing each other? Oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> and they had to sort of redo it from the top or something. I don't know. This feels like some. I think you're right. Something got pulled out from this episode yeah like last minute yeah i don't know do we have anything else i don't want to stop talking about this episode we're being very negative and sad <laughs> who do we I... think is the mastermind that pulled it out is it like big oil it's probably elon i don't know that doesn't make see sense. that's that's what I would think, that it was somehow Elon Musk, but he would be pro-electric vehicle. Like, he's not such the fool that he thinks that we should get rid of all gas cars immediately. But I'm thinking that it could even be that, like, Disney Pixar was like, hey, we can't make such a strong statement about how the world is being ruined by gas cars and have one of our main characters be a race car and like the oldest pickup tow truck you've ever seen like it doesn't work super well but i mean they did do that exactly in cars too but their whole thing was oh they're just gonna use a different fuel that these cars can run on and that's all well and good and it's made from corn what if they got in trouble for that? What if it was like a conspiracy of like, hey, you can't be telling people that this is a technology that actually exists because they don't know that and we can't make money if people do know that. It could be. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore, John. It's 6 p.m. and I want pizza. Like Pixar is a company that likes to have a uh, very humanitarian and uh, pro- saving the world message but also it is a company owned by people with lots of money i'm sure that could easily happen yeah and to the extent of like when this was made it was owned by a man named bob uh chapek 
who uh, was such a uh, so widely known for like getting the quick buck at Disney. People called him Bob Paycheck instead. Uh, he was recently ousted from Disney. So maybe now that we've got Bob Iger back in the chair, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Bob Iger's the greatest man on the planet. <laughs> but listen, I've been hearing a lot about the Disney news because of the woman I'm engaged to. But Disney stock did go up a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You want to end the episode now? I feel like we've made our feelings on this episode pretty clear, so we don't have to spend a lot of time relitigating them for our rankings. I would like to. Yeah. Great. Uh, both of our rankings, I'm going to just go ahead and guess and say uh, fours all around, maybe threes. I'll give it. John, I'll give it a bit of a higher one for uh, the... The lore. I don't know. There are a bunch of crazy people in the desert with flamethrowers. That's kind of weird. I'll give it a five. Uh, but episode quality, I'll give it a two. Okay. I've just come to hate it more and more as we've talked about it. Fair and reasonable and good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's... Um, double threes. Reasonable. I don't want to watch this again. Me neither, man. Me neither. Well, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry we had a bit of a technical issue. Hopefully it doesn't come through too much on your end. But it might. I don't know. I haven't edited it yet. Uh, if you want to send in any of your thoughts, feelings, questions, or just, you know, you want to just say hi, you can do so by emailing us at thekachat at gmail.com or tweeting at us at thekachat on Twitter. But who knows how much longer we'll be on Twitter or Twitter will exist. Who can say? Uh, you could still do it or you could DM us. I think I already said it, but it's at thekachat. Now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, Elon Musk is an immoral man due to, if anything, at least the fact that he is extravagantly wealthy to the point of uh, depriving millions of food. Among other things, and sting like a beamer. (laughs) 